Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. Tonight we're going to be talking about self-care versus survival. How do we do it? What self-care means to us and what that looks like in special needs parenting, mothering, just being a human in general. <laughs> Tonight, I have Jen Dunn from Vancouver, British Columbia. Hello. Kim McIsaac from Boston, Massachusetts. Hi. Jamie Ramos from Denver, Colorado. Hello. And Rachel Flanagan from St. Paul, Minnesota. Hey, everybody. And myself, Tabitha Cabrera from Phoenix, Arizona. So who wants to start on this lovely topic of self-care and how we feel about it? Oh, I'm unhappy too. I have to say I used to work in the spa and salon industry and I used to promote pre-booking your next appointment for four to six weeks. And to all of those folks listening that know me from that bill, you should continue to book for four to six weeks. But I have to tell you, my haircut last was done with an orange scissors in front of my bathroom mirror with tears running down my cheeks because I was trying to cut my hair so my kid couldn't grab it. Like a massage is this once a year thing because I can't do life any longer and I just need to go sit and pay someone to allow me to be quiet. I find self-care in cleaning the corner of my kitchen counter where I can bend over it in a particular way and feel like I've been to the chiropractor. I can crack this one rib that is always a cockamamie sitch, making my back hurt uh, (laughs) from just my kitchen counter. I feel like my best self-care is talking to you guys and finishing a hot cup of coffee, still hot. Oh my gosh, yes. It's not walks in the park right now. It is not no, sleeping I, in. I read this article that someone had wrote. I don't know where it was, but it was basically about how we shouldn't we shouldn't say that a hot cup of coffee or a hot shower or a simple walk is self-care. And I was like, what? <laughs> that I live Shoot, for deodorant and yeah. toothpaste. Is that self-care? Yeah. I was like, I live for a hot cup of coffee. That feels like self-care to me. Catching the sunset with a warm cup of coffee before my kids get up in the morning. Are you kidding me? That is a beautiful way to start a day. That feels like self-care to me right now. Don't tell me that's not (laughs) self-care. It's like a, a challenge. I think also too, it feels a little bit like if you aren't doing it the way that it's presented, like taking a trip to the salon or finding time to work out, which I do like to do and have not been doing since December. But things like that, if you can't find the time, it almost feels like you're failing in another department of your life, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I feel like I can take moments of wellness and like mindfulness and feel sustained a little bit longer by doing that. And I'm not serious that that's self-care, like a haircut in the bathroom, but these little moments of wellness are like the only thing that I can fit in. It's what it is. Yeah. I think self-care has become like a trend word. You know, like it's almost become like a fad. And I know that sounds ridiculous, like, because obviously we need to take time for ourselves. I'm not saying that, but like, and the first thing anybody says is like, well, you need to take time for yourself. Well, you need to focus on self care. And it's like, well, no, when you have even just children, never mind special needs children, make just make it that much hotter because you can't just leave them with anybody. You can't just, it almost becomes this pressured thing now where it's like, and sometimes self-care is great, but like at what cost? You know what I mean? It's like you take self-care and then your kid's freaking out and like hurting other people in the house or hurting themselves or 
then you have all this other stuff to deal with defeats the whole purpose of it being a mom of four kids one with special needs when I was home my husband wasn't here so I didn't have anybody like I couldn't just like run off and even now like the the one thing I do for myself is get my nails done but even that's a challenge because you got to have the money and the time at the same time and not be too exhausted to do it because sometimes I'm like I just can't even think of sitting and I like the end result of having my nails done I don't necessarily like the process of it even though it's self-care like it's not really time I'm enjoying. I, I enjoy having my nails done. Like that's just like the only really thing I do do for myself. But I mean, in to me, self-care is just like staying up late and watching TV, like after the kids are in bed and nobody's bothering you or being on the, <laughs> you know, being on a call with you guys. And even though even that self-care comes with a cost because now I'm, uh, you know, two hours later than I really should be or more. You know, <laughs> six like, it's like it six hours you- later there's just like there's just like a consequence to it sometimes so then mm-hmm. now you're exhausted so it's like do you I mean I'm the person that will always choose to stay up late and have that like mental break I need that it, it just feels like it's always like a give and take mm-hmm. I used to sometimes just not come in my house when I pulled up from work for like a half an hour yeah <laughs> I'm just sitting right here on the driveway because I nothing just need wrong that. With that Kimmy nothing wrong with I that. need that refresher before I get before I go from my work life to my home life, it just seems like it's turned into this crazy thing. Obviously is important in whatever that is. If it's just sitting yeah. in a chair and looking at your phone mindlessly for a half an hour, if you get to do it or not doing the chores while the baby's taking a nap, you know, it's like sometimes you need that time for yourself, kind of like recharge your mind. But um, I feel like it's just kind of become this like whole thing. And it's like, who's coming up with this stuff? Like, <laughs> it's like do you have a nanny do you have like unlimited money like I don't know like do you have unlimited hours of sleep my kids are older so it's not really the child care part too much but it's even just having the energy to go and do something for myself I'm like oh I don't want to go to the store like I don't want to get up and go somewhere poor me I know but (laughs) (laughs) what about you Jamie well everyone interprets self-care differently I think for me who has two kids one is autistic the other is two years old for me like self-care is like basic hygiene right now in my (laughs) life so I'm like okay sure that's self-care for me I have friends that are like oh I have to go get my hair done I have to go get my nails done so I can feel right or they get ready every day which is like whoa insane to me (laughs) I might be clean but I'm not putting on makeup every day because then I have to wash the makeup off at night like there's no way like that's just not to me right now in my life (laughs) (laughs) to me in my life right now that's just like not happening like I've too busy. Like Kim was saying, it's usually me just staying up too late and then being exhausted the next day because it's like, I'm alone right now. Like yes, I can actually be alone. So that's huge to me. I kind of agree with Kimmy. I think it's just like this fad right now to say like, oh, self-care. And it's like an excuse to show off what you had done or where you went shopping. And for us women who are kind of in the weeds and we're in survival mode, it's like, good for you. I, that's not the self-care I get. I barely get like the basic hygiene stuff I was talking about. Yeah. I shared with you ladies earlier article about how special needs parents should get self-care. And it was like, find someone to babysit while you go pick up the groceries. Like <laughs> that's, we I should look into that. the person who wrote that. <laughs> that's not self-care. I don't want to go grocery shopping for that's my self-care. Are you kidding? 
it's just kind of laughable to us like you know and to people who can do that great when you can go yeah. to the salon once every couple weeks when you can do this when you I don't know like for me it's like a hot like 15 minute bath some nights it's staying up way too late chatting with you guys or reading a book it's talking to my husband without someone screaming at us <laughs> yeah. that's self-care for me yeah what about you Jen so I agree with Kim it's a buzzword and I it's to me, it literally gets under my skin because I feel sometimes like it's always that comparison thing. I mean, I wish I had the luxury. Now I will say I do have a nanny for my daughter, so I can do those things um, after work. I don't like taking the extra time. So it's hard. Sometimes I'll have a sitter on Saturday for a couple hours. I have, as you ladies know, uh, diagnosed severe OCD. I shower compulsively. So I, my fingers and my feet crack. And so I do, I actually go once a week. I just get all the skin cleaned up. So, but it's not like it's as luxurious, <laughs> you know, relaxing. And I have that guilt because my daughter's been with a sitter. So I want to get home to her. And also it costs me more money to get a manicure because I'm paying somebody by the hour, you know, and it's that feeling of, you know, being torn, but yeah, self-care, getting to take a bath, Jamie, like you said, just that second of downtime to yourself, you know, which you don't get a whole lot of. So I, yeah, I, I struggle with it. I struggle with it. And I struggle with not being bitter about it. Yeah. I you think know? too, like for me, I've never been that really like spend two hours getting ready type of girl. I'm more like in and out, you know, maintenance, very low maintenance, same makeup routine, probably for the best. <laughs> 30 years. I don't know since I started wearing makeup. I do like getting my hair done. I do like, you know, getting a facial is the most glorious thing on the planet when you can that kind of girly stuff. But for me, like self-care prior to having kids or when I was feeling lost in life is spending time with friends, sitting by a campfire, being in nature, you know, connecting with things that aren't necessarily like go to the grocery store and shop please lord which so. feels like a vacation by the way when you don't have <laughs> or kids i literally walk in like i'm ready and i just stroll i go up and down every aisle i mean <laughs> I, I just take my time i just i love it yeah yeah <laughs> literally one of my favorite things to do is to to go to the grocery store and not be panicking about something yeah it's so, it's so funny that it. you that you say that because like that was literally one of the things I used to do like when my kids were little like I'd go to the store and they'd stay home with my husband and it was like take your time <laughs> I, I was like yeah it was like I used to love that's it. even like, before they when had you coffee shops always have to have every... kids with you in the grocery store and then you get to be in the grocery store without children it is like it that's literally it. is like a vacation like now, a vacation Yes. Now it's a face worse than death. Like now me and my husband find out who's going to the store, who's staying in the car and who's running in. I even try to, I like try to send my daughter who's 16. I'm like, here, I'll text you what we need. You can run. Yeah. I think the, the guilt part is so, cause I do that. Like I go to Target and I just walk around and then I'll realize mm. it's been like almost an hour. And then I feel guilty that I've left my husband with the kids so long. I think how Jen was talking about the guilt thing. I, that's such a big part of it. Cause it's like, oh, I haven't seen my kid for this whole time or my husband in my case worked all day and then now he's taking care of the kids so I can walk around Target and spend more money than we have kind of thing. Yes. 
yeah one of my favorite things to do is go out to eat at places where people serve you food and you don't yes, have to make too. it and you don't have and dishes. then they do the dishes yeah and you just leave with like extra food it's incredible <laughs> that's my favorite self-care at this point in my life if I get the chance to go out to eat which we haven't done much over the past year but you know the lighting's beautiful the smells are great there's no one making noises drinks are full yeah and even if they are making noises that's okay clinking glass like all of those things <laughs> maybe I should just start imagining myself at restaurants and use that as self-care it's so funny because that's like that's the one thing that me and my husband kind of do and now that restaurants are getting busy again I find it so annoying and we were out to breakfast the other day and like I'm like this person I'm like why do they talk so loud (laughs) they're ruining my self-care it's like (laughs) I mean I have a conversation at my table and nobody else can hear me and I I have a big mouth so I don't understand understand it's like I liked when like the restaurants are at like 25% capacity and it was like everyone was like much closer than that. Oh. well and I I feel that so much with the energy like what you're talking about about having the energy like you're putting in so much energy all day long if you're home with the kids if you're working you have a spouse or not whatever the case may be the energy going outward is so much by the time you have time to even remotely think about what you're going to do for yourself you're like oh my god that takes so many steps like even taking a bath I'm like I have to fill the tub take my clothes off <laughs> sit in it dry myself off like that's like 20 steps you know? a lot of work yeah, a lot of work Jen makes it look really easy but I don't know how she does it <laughs> yeah. like I mean come the weekend Saturday and Sunday go by very quickly yeah you know there's not a lot of time really to do that stuff so yeah I do I think that the whole Saturday Sunday thing is a farce too because for us our kids are super used to structure and all of the things even when we're doing well you can feel every hour of a Saturday and a Sunday in this bill I'll tell you that (laughs) it is like goals Sunday night I'll say that I had a family therapist that Billy and I were seeing for a while challenge me to use each room when I cleaned it and finished. Like I would clean the kitchen and clean the dining room table. And instead of just on to the next, I would just sit there in it for a minute. And even one to three minutes, even seven minutes, even sometimes when I got into something and sat for a whole 20, I mean, I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's like using each room as I cleaned it afterwards, it just felt like it wasn't just for my household. Like it was Mm. a moment for myself. I'm like, Hey, look what I just did. Let's enjoy this for a second before somebody Play-Dohs it and glitters it and leaves damn trash on the counter. (laughs) All the toys, all the things everywhere I think too when you're talking about all the people in your house too like I don't know for me I'm always thinking about everyone else it's so hard to focus on yourself even though you should like definitely like we should be doing these things for ourselves of some kind but the idea that you would use that mind space when you have a checklist of 800 other things you have to do for other people it's just like I constantly have a task list going, you know, mm-hmm. like kids need to get up. They need fed. They need to school. We need to go to work. Then we got to go home. We got to do dinner. We got to do bedtime. All of that takes up 14 hours of your waking hours of the day. <laughs> and then you have like one hour. And what are you going to do with that? One Call to three. the ladies. Yes. I think for me too, saying no, I need to do for self-care. 
I say yes to a lot of things. You guys have probably noticed that, but I'm like, I could do that. Sure. Yes. I'll do that. Like I say yes to way too much. And I think especially over COVID, I did that because it's like, well, there's nothing else going on. There's a pandemic. I can do this and this and this. And then especially now that we're coming out of that, like some of the commitments I've made up, like, Ooh, probably should have said yes to this. So like saying no would just be self-care for me. And I think also in our situation too, like our kids have never really been babysat from anyone outside of our family, Mm -hmm. especially my son. I couldn't imagine unless I was, unless they were skilled and I was paying them a good amount of money, especially in his younger years, leaving my child with them. So I think too, I think that's a different thing for a lot of people is like, oh, do it. Make sure you're doing date nights all the time to keep your marriage lively. And it's like, well, if a date night is 11 p.m. and watching one episode in the office and passing out, we're then all check. Yeah. <laughs> and then other besides that, it's like my husband goes and do something. I go and do something. So that's important like, too, though. Yeah. Having your separate stuff between. Now I look back and I feel terrible because when I, I was home for a long time and I'd be home with the kids. Literally, you feel like you're in prison. A lot of times I couldn't go anywhere because I had, when the girls were little and then Alyssa was a handful, I couldn't really go a lot of places by myself. So then once my husband got home, I was like, okay, let's go. We're going to go here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. He Now looking back, I'm like, he must have wanted to murder me. <laughs> I mean, he did get aggravated. It was like the second he got home, I wanted to be like, okay, let's go. Like, I want to out of this house and not necessarily by myself, but like, all of us to go and now that I work you know a full-time job for a long time now but I'm like oh my god because that's the last thing once I get home the last thing I would want to do is like go back out I was saying to him before I'm like oh he's like yep and I'm like oh sorry (laughs) in my defense I had a lot going on in the house by myself (laughs) yes four small children lord almighty that's a lot of stuff going on especially in the times where like I couldn't do things even go into a store or something like that or there was just phases where like she would get upset if we like ran errands because she would like you know if we were going in the car she wanted to go somewhere worthy of her time and like stopping at like Dunkin Donuts and you know dropping somebody off here and coming back was not like her idea of a good time so then she would get so mad so like I would have to try to kind of like avoid those things <laughs> I don't know what that the opposite side was like though you know now now I know now once I go home I don't want to go anywhere yeah I want to go places only in my mind the reality of like doing these things are like oh my god because I'm always like I want to do this and we should go here and we should take the kids here and then like I'm like oh no maybe next weekend <laughs> I struggled with that so much especially when Nixon was little and Nora was new I had all these expectations for what our life should look like as far as going out and just doing. And my husband, I don't know, like I forgot who I married or something (laughs) because he's like an introvert-ish. I mean, he can be extroverted if he needs to be, but like the idea of us going to someplace huge in Phoenix where you have to pay for parking and you have to find a parking spot. Then you have to wrangle the kids in the stroller, 47 bags because they're both in diapers, like this whole scenario. And I always thought that was a good idea. And then I would, and then we'd be exhausted by the time we got home. It never went well. I'm like sweating and fighting. Yeah. He's onto something. Yeah. He's onto something. Yeah. You know, always just like, you got to get these ideas out of your head. (laughs) 
copies of the Jimmy because I'm like no you know because it's like you see it or you see these pictures but like that picture is like one snapshot of like that day that could have been a terrible day yeah so it's like you're like well all these other people do it like I want to bring the kids apple picking or I want to do this and not that there's anything wrong with that but like sometimes it's just like like you said it's the reality of like the follow-through of those ideas are not what you have in your mind well and I think it's the same when you're thinking about doing things for yourself like you're like oh this is going to be so relaxing I'm going to go to the salon or I'm going to go to the spa and then it's not (laughs) sometimes well you still have to set up for the hour you're going to be gone so you're still like hustling into these steps you're still doing the darn things I just yeah you might not be the one acting them out but you're still mindfully in that yeah and right now like it's um you know, my daughter has uh, separation anxiety. So she knows like when I'm supposed to be home. And so she will FaceTime me constantly. I feel guilty. I feel horrible getting my cuts all cut and <laughs> fixed up, you know, cause she's FaceTiming me. Jennifer, come home. That guilt of not being home. It's hard. Yeah, it really is. I agree. I always feel guilty too when I'm going out. Unless I'm at a restaurant, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> then I'm like, I can just picture tabs like shoes off, sitting crisscross applesauce, like come to mama. Oh my you gosh. You just asked me if I need some more bread, sir. <laughs> yes. And I've always loved, even in my twenties to go eat by myself. Like, I just like to go to a restaurant by myself. I love it by myself. Oh, so great. Oh, it's so lovely. They just bring you your food. You can read or do whatever. People watch. Yeah. Yeah, You don't have to talk to anyone. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. I'm like a big movie nerd and I I will go to movies by myself. And I love it. I'm like a huge movie, like so much that like, I love it so much because it's like me in the movie having this experience that I don't have to worry about (laughs) anything, you know, like I like love it. And people always think I'm so weird for that. They're like, you just go by yourself. I'm like, yeah. It's so funny because Neil used to do that. And I like I would never do that. Like I would feel so weird. (laughs) I need to know, Jamie. Do you get popcorn? I usually go to like one of those dining theaters. Oh, even better. Yeah. Even better. You guys like I cry, you know, like I'm in the corner, that weird lady, like (laughs) whether popcorn or nachos and or Dr. Bever. Yeah. I love that. That's so awesome. I'm I want like, to go to a, and not go to a movie with you that way. Like we can just I wave just at each other the from snacks. the other corner. Yeah. I sit like, I love credits. I'm so weird. I just love it. Oh, Jamie. I love you so I sit much. through the credits, the lady that comes in by herself. And then, you know, that poor kid that has to go swim the theater. He's like this weird lady sitting by herself. <laughs> She's still here. I'll She's leaving. still crying. <laughs> She's still crying. Uh, well, I'm obsessed with the, the trailers that's oh, like yeah. one of my favorite parts of the movie sometimes and I, I can always, always tell by the trailers if I'm gonna like the movie or not almost always it's like a, a nine out of ten thing it's like so weird I'm, I, I always say that I'm losing I'm losing confidence in this movie and that's the <laughs> the trailer and the credits are usually the best part of a movie yeah Nick loves my husband loves the uh trailers too He's like, we're gonna be late. We can't watch the previews. I'm like, who cares? We're not going to see the previews. <laughs> all the anticipation, all the good parts are in the trailers. Yeah, just disappointed when you see the actual movie. Then you get to get dark and try to find a, a somewhere to sit, and you're carrying all your your snacks, and that's a lot of. And get out your snacks. 
You got to go with the girl. I don't know when you went to a movie last, but there is a lot going on there now that is more geared to put your butt in a chair and just let the people come to you. Like it's like tabs dream and genius description. One theater like that kind of. Yeah, we don't have a lot lot like that either. We have theaters that have like different seating where you you can access that stuff, but we don't. None that I know of. I mean, we maybe we do, but we have. Come hang out with me. I'll take you to all the best. So many of those two dine-in theaters are the best. Give me those yeah. nachos. You're right about the nachos. Load me up with the nachos. Those nachos. Garlic fried butter with the big hot cheese crunch. Nice mix. If it's sour candies, popcorn, and nachos, it's a yes. perfect combo. Yes. Love it. Love it. I well, do the popcorn with extra butter, and then I put the candy in the popcorn. That's the best. <laughs> trail mix candy popcorn yeah candy? you do like um like popcorn m&ms candy. or raisinets are the best ones because they like kind of melt in with the butter oh, oh my god my the dad butter? used to do that follow the us butter. for theater food <laughs> yeah yeah as my you can tell we all love theater. to eat as a form of self-care we like to put things in our mouth <laughs> I mean, that has got to be a blooper. <laughs> Just to reiterate, I'm sorry, lawyer. Did you say about food here, oh. people, such as raisinets? Yeah, chocolate. that is not chocolate, chocolate there, Rachel. I don't know where your mind's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Well, self-care there it is <laughs> on that note on that note this is how we do it or this don't do it, do it. <laughs> give us some tips on self-care <laughs> feel free to reach out to us if you think self-care is ridiculous send us a note if you have some ideas on how we should change our mindset on the self-care please let us know um, if you have I, anything we should add to the next hot butter popcorn yes let us also, know let us know oh let and us jen's know. still taking husband applications that would help help with yes, the self-care. yes. please yeah. join us for episode four where we're going to talk about work 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 choose to work or not to work was it a choice see you next time bye bye, bye. Thank you for joining us at the table for episode three of our second series, The Mixtape of Us. Make sure to join us for episode four, Work. Why did you choose to work or stay at home? Or was it a choice at all? If you'd like to join in on the conversation, make sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash table for five podcast. See you soon.